0: Boom, hello and welcome to the Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast, season five. Never forget that to the best of us, protection's more than just a job, it really is a lifestyle. Enjoy. What's up, guys? Byron Rogers here, another awesome episode of the Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast. This has been fun, man. I'm loving this podcast, loving talking with you guys, hanging with you guys, keeping you guys company on post. I know some of you guys watch us on the night shift. Uh, and on your drives to work to do protection. This episode, I've got a a great security professional, private security professional, and a close friend, man. This is one of the homies. This is someone from the home team, Yossi Levy, man. How you doing, brother?
1: Good, man. Good. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah. Shalom.
2: Shalom Shabbat, right? <laughs> Something
0: like this. Yeah. Okay. So, this is gonna be a good episode. Um, I know Yossi from working over there in Israel. Um, you know, fortunately, I was with a client. We are going over to Israel quite a bit. So, yeah, I've probably been there 13, 14 times. And, you know, meeting Yossi at the end of all that, you know, he's, he was extremely helpful, extremely helpful. You know, got us some answers to things we needed answers to. Got us out of some situations, you know. So, he, he's a fixer if you guys are going to Israel. Um, make sure you reach out to my man, Yossi, if you want somebody who can help with both sides of what executive protection is, you know? The comfort, the experience, and then also the protection,
1: you know? So, yeah, man. It's part of the package,
0: huh? No, oh, 100%, 100%, you know? And then those restaurants and the food and all the stuff, my man, quality of life.
2: Yeah.
0: I might throw some pictures in here of us having tea or coffee, you know, whatever we were having. Now, when we were out that field, overlooking everything, it was tremendous. So, you know, getting into the podcast, I always kick it off with the same question. You know, who are you at your core? Who is Yossi Levy at his core? Other than, you know, an amazing guy I like to hang out with anytime we get an excuse.
1: Yeah, so I think that Yossi Levy today is first and foremost... A son, a brother, a husband, and a father. I have three beautiful children, and I think that's uh, the you know the essence of life. Yeah, and uh, to have a family surrounding you, family that you love, you care for, and they are that they are your everything. And I think that's a part of uh, who we become as we adult and mature. Um, I'm based in Israel. I'm actually speaking with you from my humble little office, which is about, if I look from the window out there, I literally see the Lebanese side of the border. So you can say I'm about 300 yards from the border. And, and this is one of the most beautiful places in Israel. I'm, you know. Who am I and what am I today? I think I'm, uh, first of all, I love what I do. I'm very passionate about what I do. And part of that is what you mentioned before. You know, it's the fact that even if we do executive protection and even even if we need to be serious at our job and take it serious and to execute it at our best, we still need to enjoy and indulge in the small things in life. Yeah. if we can enjoy a good meal, why not? And if the clients want to go to the coolest place in town and we need to keep it low-key, we'll get it figure it we're out. Done, baby. Yeah. And you know, if we're heading to the desert and on the way there is the best, you know, food truck or coffee truck in the way, we need to stop there. It's a part of everything. Mm-hmm. So today I'm trying to do things that uh um that I see value in. I uh Thank God, I'm in a place and in a position in life where I can um, contribute some of my knowledge and profession to people surrounding me, if it's clients, if it's uh, colleagues, and and just to you know try to be my best and serve my best and do my best at everything that I do in life, and uh, just uh, you know doing all that while really enjoying life and 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 appreciating. Just being a real sense of appreciation around everything that's surrounding our lives every day.
0: Outstanding, man. That's good stuff. It's all the real stuff, you know. Like, yeah, man, you're you're a good human. Like, you're you're we. I I mean, the work is the work. But like, I remember rolling with you. We got to really kind of enjoy the beauty, the actual beauty of what we were doing and where we were, you know. And there's you know, as you guys know, I've been to over 70 countries and Israel still remains one of my favorite places on the planet, you know, top three, at least for sure. Um, And so that's awesome, man. Good to hear those values, you know, those family values and, and all those things as well. And it shows in the way you take care of us and take care of your clients and the types of products you guys are creating as well for protection, mm-hmm. which we'll get into here shortly. But it's amazing how much Israel being so small can do with so little, <laughs>
1: you know, and how practical everything is, you know? Yeah. Well, I think it's, uh, you know, it comes from a necessity. The mm-hmm. the, uh, the way to look at it is the fact that everything that uh, is Israel drove itself as a nation towards comes out of a necessity, basically, mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, our our friends who surround us, all of them, they don't like us so much. Yeah. So everything is from the sense of, hey, let's predict the unpredicted. Let's be one step ahead of the game. Let's be proactive.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's see how we can, how we can do everything better, quicker, eliminate it before it even evolves. Right. And yeah, that's that. That's a part of the the, the Israeli mentality and and the culture here. In right. that sense. And you use that's why it's a startup nation. That's why it's it's very, you know, for the age of the state, that's why it's so forward thinking and so advanced. Right. And with all its complex and whatever it, it entails, but it's still it's a very um very advanced state. Just I believe it's a lot due to that fact. Yes.
0: Yeah. I mean they say necessity is the mother of invention, right? I um and I think there's a lot we can learn from you guys, you know, on that topic. Um, because here in the United States, you know, I just feel like it's very easy to get comfortable and to just, you know, that necessity to to forget that there is a reality that chaos can happen. I mean, just a car accident while you're driving your client, <laughs> just someone who's <laughs> texting and driving, or, you know, a follow-home robbery or a heart attack. At any point in time, in anyone within the royal court, an entourage of your detail. These are all things, sure. where, you know, not to mention violence that we're starting to have more here. But I think, you know, one of the reasons the Israelis have always been seen as such a leader in the security industry is because you guys are coming out of an environment where you really have to have not just a security company, but you have to actually be able to render real protection. And I think that's one of the main reasons. If you guys stay to the end, you're gonna hear about a special trip that we're gonna to take to Israel to the Holy Land, and really learn from a lot of what they're doing over there that's working, and learn some things from the guys that are doing it at high levels that we can take back to our businesses and to the U.S. market. We're gonna get into that at in the end. But anyways, any thoughts on that stuff? What well, we can learn, yeah, the- because and differences. And
1: I think I think that first first of all, um, in this country. When you grow up as a kid, um, your level and your sense of awareness, Mm -hmm. of environmental awareness, of where am I in the public sphere? What do I look around? What do I see? What do I not see? What do I pay attention to? It's very, it's something that you are really kind of embedding in the culture and in your kids. I I can give you a personal example. This week, my, my daughter, who just turned 12, less than a month ago, she told me that I want to go to the mall. So, you know, I can have my fears and say, you know, maybe (laughs) I'll go and you'll walk around the mall and I'll sit in the coffee shop and then I'll be closer and I'll be able to react or be closer to you. But then I say, you know what? No, I I need to make sure that she is knowledgeable she's right. responsible i want to put the weight of that responsibility on her i'm going to give her the skills to be able right. to do that right so I tell her what to look at what to look for what if she sees something she needs to say something what is it that she's seeing that needs to kind of trigger her if right. she's going to the restroom how does she go to the restroom a girl 12 years old in a mall with a friend all those kind of things And in Israel, it's from a very young age. And you said, you know what? It's not about, you know, people say, okay, if there's a detail, what's going to happen to the client? Mm -hmm. So first of all, it's not always the client. Right. Maybe it's one of the details. Maybe it's a fire at the hotel. Right. Okay. Okay, You know what? Maybe we have a flat tire on on the interstate and... There is no wide curve, and now we need to handle the situation. It can be almost anything and everything.
2: Absolutely, I think
1: it's it's more uh, you know what we like to consider as: are we stressed about it, or are we cool about it, or and how do we handle the situation? Right. Is it first of all my my personally my definition always starts is is that a life risk for anybody? Was somebody injured? Mm -hmm. Okay, Are we dealing with a health issue or is it anything else? If it's anything else, let's take the drama down, the level of intensity, and let's just work out a solution and figure it out and see what it is. And I think, again, here, because this state every year or so has this military-wide operation, things are happening up. You know what? I'll give you a better example. Last Passover, the holiday, the Passover day after Passover dinner, the following day, I sit with my family in the porch having br- a brunch. My parents are just arriving. My sister is on the way with her two little daughters in the car. From the kibbutz, she lives not far from my house. And rockets. Yep. I decided to shoot like 30 rockets. So, okay. This is a quality problem.
0: This is a quality yeah.
1: situation. Yeah. Exactly. So, right. let's take the kids to the safe room. Yeah. Okay. I personally will make sure that the TV there is not working. Mm-hmm. I don't need to increase their level of anxiety. Stress. It's not important. Right. Let's put some music. Let's take the drinks and the food. Let's go to the safe room. I'm fine. I see the situation is calm. I know it's not the best and safest thing to do to go in the car and drive. But I'll get in the car, I'll try to reach my sister, I'll drive towards her, I'll I'll stop her on the curbside, I'll bring her daughter and her to my car, we'll drive back home, go to the safe room, that's it. But just, you know, to really not to increase and not to work in a high mindset yeah. of stress. Yeah, Because it influences your functionality, the way you think, the way you operate. Anyway, the adrenaline is always there. So if we can maintain it and control it, I think that overall, you come to a better decision.
0: 100%, man. You're speaking like someone who's been in these types of situations. That's something that I always, especially in training when I'm running guys through the hard skills intensive and we're crashing cars and shooting and doing all this stuff and running them through medical drills and there's blood and all that stuff, you know, we goulage them up. Boom, if you've been enjoying the podcast, I wanna encourage you to come and train with me. Train with us, the League of Executive Protection Specialists. We offer online courses so you can train and learn how to take your executive protection career to the next level from the comfort of your own home. Uh, We offer on-ground training on everything from the hard skills of driving, shooting, medical, um, and into the soft skills through the executive protection immersion course, which is one of the most experiential learning-centric courses in the executive protection industry. Either way, I want you to become part of the golden standard in the private security industry and join the brotherhood, the League of Executive Protection Specialists. Go to epspecialist.com and let's do our careers together. I'll see you there. Out. You know, it's just bring the stress down, think, find work, Continue making decisions. Continue maneuvering. Continuing proving your position, improving your decision, and and it's it's calming down in this in the sight of chaos. But guys that haven't had that, you know, and and we saw it even even in EP. It's funny. It doesn't even need to be. And you already talked about this, but it doesn't need to be a life threatening situation. The client could just throw a curveball hey, is there a coffee shop around here while you're driving? And EP guys are just jumping out the windows like trying to find the coffee
2: shop, you know? Yo, see so where's the coffee shop. You know? <laughs> you know, you
0: know. but it's like, hey guys, 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 let's figure it out. Good to go, man. We'll take you to the nearest shop. There's a really nice one. You know, we're, we're getting the details on it right now. Uh, we'll be there and, you know, give them a time hack. So I love that, man. It's good stuff. But coming from a place where that's real, makes it so much easier to deal with so many other things that I think stress guys out in this game.
2: You know yes. mm-hmm.
1: and I, 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 again, I, I agree. And 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 I'll just say to that, you know, if 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 the principal is desiring coffee, that's great. I mean we'll get him to a place where we think and not always he mm-hmm. will be happy with our decision as well. We need right. to keep that in mind as well. So we need to keep him happy and and pleased but i it still can't compromise the fact that our first and foremost you know objective is to maintain his uh safety and well-being 100 so, you know, maybe not always he will be super happy you can talk it. you can talk it after
0: yeah exactly what so i know the guys are wondering you know the industry question what is your background <laughs> they always want to know god bless them. <laughs>
1: yeah. so um I I served uh, in the Israeli army in a combat infantry unit um, for for three years. A lot of West Bank, uh, a lot of Arab villages, and everything that it entails. Followed by that, I joined uh, the Israeli uh, security agencies, uh, as we say, and I my profession was actually in the world of um, undercover and covert uh, operations uh if it's from uh, you know um running undercover detail operation to undercover um intel uh, operations um, followed by that i managed a few, uh, projects in South America, uh, Colombia and Argentina for, uh, for a while, followed by a few years of, of, um, operation in Europe in between conducted a lot of uh, training, especially for, um, um, Mossad, um, operatives. And I used to do a lot of, um, scenario drills where I would be the adversary for um, um, Mossad operatives and yeah that's uh you know on a nutshell yeah what you can tell me right <laughs> no that yeah on a nutshell I mean you know yeah, we, we We've been some places. We saw some things. We, we join it. With some guys yeah. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> have some uh, some uh, experience in Asia as well. Mm-hmm. At some point, you know, at some point, you and I know you. You. you I mean, you yourself uh, experiencing that. At some point, kids come to equation and you understand that you know not everything is suitable and fitable and your decision process making should be yes. different and you have and you have another layer of responsibility and accountability to yes. your wife and kids and yeah. and you know you take all your knowledge uh to other places and other sectors and uh, but you know with with the more uh, crazy high intense um yes high adrenaline um stuff some of them you you know you say thank you (laughs) exactly yeah
0: 100% and that's the beauty of life man the seasons enjoy the seasons man you know what would you um say about the uh what direction do you feel the private security industry is going in now you know because you're you know you're doing work in multiple theaters and, and have been for a while what kind of direction you think it's going in? What kind of developments are you seeing? How are you moving in that?
1: So first of all, I think that um, as the world evolves and technology and media and the quick access to knowledge, information by the phone is influencing uh, this executive protection industry the security industry in general i think that it's a it's a piece that we need to provide more information to more attention to and utilize it better and be more careful of that on the same token Mm. because um you know today um and if you want to touch on that on, on how do you run a logistical logistically how do you run an operation in a very very covert way but if for instance your your objective needs to fly to Belgium for five days but uh, you know he's the uh, the CEO of a fortune 500 okay Uh, he's flying to acquire a company and he's going for the acquisition and it's low-key they don't want it to affect the stock markets they wanted to keep it below the radar and you need to make it completely completely covert that's a different uh, operation now 10 years ago that wouldn't been so much of a problem because mm-hmm. people would not want to know where is the tail number of plane xyz of ceo this and that or right. or what's his agenda is it online it's not online What does the social media says? Why he's not on the social media of this and that company? So today, the ability of the general public. Now, I'm not, I'm talking, I'm insisting on to call it the general public. And I'm not calling it as, you know, somebody who has bad intention towards our objective. Right. Because knowledge is very accessible. And it changed the game. Yes. And, and. To have good bodies around the objectives, it's not enough. We need to account for that layer of technology. We need to account for that layer of of information. We need to have more set of eyes that are technological driven on our objectives. And we need to be more aware and constantly follow what the social media is saying with regard to our um, Our objective because again, when we are out there, the threat can come from anywhere and anything and anybody. Right. The general surrounding is for the most part part of our, you know, a part of our problem. So we need to maintain the safety and security of our objective, yet not to do it in a very, very aggressive way that is showing, that is seen too much. If you remember, from our details together. I always dressed as a lost tourist with a with a hat, ah, shorts, and sneakers. So good. I wanna I wanna try as much as possible to to low key, to be, be a part of the surrounding, to fit myself to the area, the climate, and the environment, and not to raise their alert or their sense of even pure interest. Everybody's interested in everything. There's interest, Yeah. This is hard. We'll to to see who it is. Maybe it's a yeah. celebrity. Maybe yeah. it's a celebrity. I want to take a picture with him. Yeah. So, so I think this kind of this kind of of change. Uh, um, so the, this piece of of technology issue and the advance of social media kind of changed the game, and we need to better prepare on that sense if we are with the detail. These mm-hmm. are things that we need to better um, pay attention to another thing is i think that i think that the pandemic changed us as individuals Mm -hmm. and i think that the pace of escalation from zero to a hundred if it used to take five minutes it takes a minute and a half five seconds now (laughs) people are on the edge people are upset People are angry. People are not happy. People are, you know, grumpy. And this is one side of the problem. The other side, which is the major problem, is that today we live in a world where you, you don't have the privilege to know, think, or suggest that somebody is not caring. A lethal mm-hmm. weapon. Oh. And these escalation can result in something that can very fast escalate into something else worse, where it puts your objective in in danger. So I'm saying, I think that what's is more needed more than ever, maybe you'll be surprised, is our social skills. Hmm. I like to to call it how far we can get with a smile.
2: Hmm. There's somebody in
1: my wheelhouse.
0: I love this. Your number one weapon is your smile, my man. If you can disarm, if you can keep the stress low, if you can give respect, if you can profile, understand what drives someone and give them some of that. I mean, you're moving things around. You're, you know, you're navigating the world beautifully.
1: Exactly. And I think that if somebody comes towards you. And he's upset or he's angry because, you know what, you blocked, he, he wanted to park here and you come with your, not with the your ego. vehicles I'm, and you're blocking my, park. that's my spot, you take, yep. and then you go out with a smile, brother, I'm sorry, my bad, Yes, no ego, my bad, brother. Absolutely. Two minutes, I'm out of your way. Yes, sir. Sorry about that, brother. Let me get you coffee right here. Yep. Or, yep. Let,
2: take let me work out something please.
1: with you. Yep. Let me keep you happy. Let's right. take the drama, the level of drama down i'm not and your adversary the, excuse me i'm not your
0: adversary type so.
1: exactly and yeah. today these are more of the skills that we need to develop right The how to approach people now how do i even notice as i arrive and i see this individual once i leave up step out of my vehicle what do i see how's his body language his face, his hands. What does he wear? Did I make him upset? To more look at the individual as an individual, right? And try to read through him quickly and understand, as opposed to, I'll we'll have a fight. Do my job. I'm just
0: gonna. Exactly. I'm gonna block we this can guy. We
1: can't. We can't be robots. No. Can't be robots. Or robots. So we robot got we, we to bring more. A lot more of kindness and compelling, and I think that even if it sounds weaker, I think that it serves our purpose. It's more effective. I think that we will have the upper hand.
0: Hundred percent.
2: This is,
1: and, and again, we can go very far with a smile. Yeah, and and I think that a smile is a strength. Right. Right. It shows that we are in control. It yeah. shows that maybe we're naive about it. Yeah, maybe you know we even kind of stupid. We didn't quite right. understand the situation. I'm sorry. Hey, this and that. Yeah. We need to get the situation resolved. We need the environment not to notice that there's a situation. Exactly. Because the first guy will look at the situation. The second guy will put the cell phone and take a picture. <laughs> hey. and you have your CEO at the TMZ by midnight
0: yep 100 and i've had in israel actually it's very funny i tell this story sometimes i think i told it once before but i had this exact same thing happen man i had a dude you know golden gloves boxer marine you know i mean great very very lethal human uh and we were doing some live taping in israel at some site and someone's walking their dog and our client looks at us like hey Keep the keep the frame open. Keep the frame free. We're about to record live. I need five minutes. Just try to hold it down for five minutes. So now I got my guys on the perimeter. And you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. I got my guys on the perimeter. We're just trying to keep the frame. We got the background. It's perfect. And up comes the guy, the old guy with his little dog. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh man, I'm watching. I'm watching my guy. And all I'm thinking is, We're about to find out how his social skills are because I don't need an incident. I don't need uh, 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 dudes to start puffing their chests out. We're visiting like he doesn't look like anyone else in the environment. Like we're the only two black guys in the whole thing. So (laughs) so now he walks up to this guy who's already looking at him kind of weird. He's like, sir, you can't pass right now. Dudes, of course, he's like,
2: who the heck are you? (laughs) Like, who, what?
0: What authority do you have? He's like, I'm gonna walk my little dog right. Through. I walk this path and it starts. I walk every single day this path. Da, 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 da. And now my client's like starting to notice. We're about to, we're failing. I walk over there and then the guy, you know, my guy, he's from like Compton or something. He's like, you ain't going past here right now, sir. Like I'm just like, you know, and he's like, well, are you gonna beat me up, guy? You know, I'm like, oh my god. So then I get in here and I'm like. You know, I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I'm like, sir. And, you know, I get my guy behind me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, sir. Hey, we're taping something live right now. Could you please just give us a few moments? We will be gone. I apologize. I apologize for the way this is already going. If you could just give us a few minutes, um, we'd really appreciate it. This is where you live. and I understand that. He's like, you know what? <laughs>
2: It's all very cool. You ain't gonna tell I'm to give you this Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know what? But you are respectful, I'll listen to you. And then he says something
0: like, but you need to get your boys." He's like, but you need to teach your boy how to deal with people? And he's right, right? You know, and he's like, you know, just and, and I just remember, and I, and my guy was like kind of offended. I was just, just, just stay back here. my man, we're going to, you know, we, 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 we're going to just hope this all stays stable. And then, and we, you know, and it was a beautiful day and the rest of it was nice and easy. And he listened because, you know, the social dynamics. And it's one of the things I talk about, you know, when I give talks, I'm going to be doing a presentation in France at La Conference. And I wish I could go up there, you know, I'm a combat Marine, like I want to talk about guns and driving and all this stuff. But the bottom line is in this game, if you're going to win, it's going to come down to your social dynamics with your clients, with your teams, with people, uh, with auxiliary teammates, nannies, house staff. You know, you you mess up one of these relationships, it's a short-lived experience. So, exactly. um, you know, just an example to validate what you're saying, man, I love it. And a smile and some respect solves 90% of the problems. we train for the other 10%? Um, <laughs> so yeah, man, that's good stuff. Uh, let's see. So with all the things, you know, you're doing right now in the space with your company and all that stuff, what would you say you're most excited about these days? You know, cause I know, I mean, you guys are into a lot of different cutting edge things.
1: Um, I think that, um, my level of excitement now is, I'm, you know, in this industry, there are plenty of very, very knowledgeable individuals, multiple companies, and you need to think constantly, what's the, the extra, what's the icing on top, Mm -hmm. what's the added value that I can bring to my clients. And I think that um, that's what uh, I won't say varies because uh, I mean, you know, I, I don't think I'm better than others in, 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 in that sense. I think that what I'm what Pivot is trying to to do is to really create for our clients a very holistic security umbrella. Mm. that has within it a unique mindset which is very Israeli services driven Mm -hmm. that talks about being very proactive about our security in that sense. Mm. With that being said, we're trying to bring a very financial mindful approach where, hey, if we can use what we have, we're not going to invest in new things unless they're super necessarily it's how do we take technology today cameras control rooms um, drones cyber security all those things how do we turn them into a tool which is not just a reactive but it's something that serves us as an additional fully functioning layer of security and just you know, constantly offering our clients new develops, new development, new technology, new you know, top edge gear, tactical gear, or or a, a very unique. Uh, we have a very unique uh, control room methodology that's called the Hunter, where it turns your regular control room from a control room that sits and observe. And if something comes up, he reacts as to something that is a, it's a hunter. Mm. It's an aggressive, forward-thinking, forward-looking, searching, constantly operating just as a human security guard outside of your perimeter, constantly patrolling. Having a team trained to do that from your control room center, uh, it's, it's, it's something that affects the security in 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 severe ways we're trying to bring a lot of new security engineering into play we're Mm. trying to show how when we build the structure if we implement some of the security technology up front on sketch with the architects together we are one we are creating Mm. a much more lean lean but Mm. really bad machine okay Mm. Uh, where we might need less manpower, but more advanced technology will be implemented. How do we best use this technology? What kind of cameras are we bringing to the space? Mm -hmm. If we're bringing this, you know, X company, do we know if the motherboard is Chinese or not? Because if it's Chinese, it's very easily cyber hacked, for instance. Mm -hmm. Okay, what analytics are we using? How do we secure perimeters in a way where we, we turn the perimeter security not to be too much security oriented and mm. we use other features to make it nice as a part of the landscaping, but it purely serves our security interest. Mm. And you know, just constantly offering new ideas and bringing a different mindset, bringing, we wanna sh- change the paradigm of our, how some of our clients think and you know they won't necessarily adopt it in the long run but i want them to i want to basically have the opportunity to you know explore them and expose them to this different mindset
2: yeah so like, be
1: much more proactive in right.
0: general so it's really a suite of services that are based on like proactive technology and and yes. mindset really and it's going to take some client education it's probably going to take, you know, partners, you know, stateside that are like, Hey, this is an, this is what I offer my clients. How can we work together in ways to offer them something that is kind of cutting edge. I mean, cause as I look out in the industry, I still consult with guys that are running companies and different teams and you know, they have a residential team, but no one's doing OSINT. You know, no one knows how to, how to actually offensively look for um, the pieces of information that could let you know that an attack is a, more than a possibility or a probability you know um and just the basic things that i think are like you said earlier requirements now in this digital age you know so um as a partner i think you'd be a huge asset to a lot of guys that are really trying to wrap their mind around this digital age and how they can proactively keep clients safe you know and and and
1: and, you know we um we like to have and we're If if there's something I'm proud of is the fact that, you know, my senior executives and the people that kind of lead different divisions within the company are, you know, top-notch, old-school gentlemen that's been around the world, saw things, have the knowledge, have the patience, have the will to share their knowledge and information and have to keep them for themselves. and. And you know, that's why I, I I'm I'm very proud to say that I'm able to bring, you know, the leading cyber expert for defensive uh uh cyber and the leading security engineer that does phenomenal projects for global corporates all over the world. Wow. And physical security, I have a guy that it's phenomenal and he worked 35 years for the security agency and he was all about security. Same for aviation, same for mass transportation, same for those um, uh, control room te- technology. Behind every aspect and line of service that we offer, yeah, there is a top-notch individual who developed wow. the method by which we wanna operate. Brilliant. And you know, it's funny, um, about three years ago, we were hired by the state of Texas. Not mm-hmm. the state of te- Texas, the city of the Rio. Uh-huh. They had a the migrant surge in the city. Yeah. And we needed to help them with, you know, the risk management. Yep. It's a small city. They're not capable to deal with that scale. About 50,000 migrants. I saw yeah. there uh border uh, border patrol is there custom is there ev- the whole everyone's sh- trying to stop the bleeding everybody's there <laughs> yeah. Everybody's there. and and then i say okay so what where do we start we try we i i, I got there with it with uh with one of my senior uh, uh executives and and the first thing we're trying to think okay What's the weakest spot currently? Where where we have the most damage. Mm-hmm. Eventually, what we needed to do is consult the mayor before he gave speeches.
0: Okay. Hmm.
1: How to send a message of calm. Hmm. How to decrease the sense of tension within his community. Because, you know, tomorrow, a resident of the city might take the law to his hand and if one of those migrants come to his backyard,
2: yeah
1: yeah okay and we don't need that
0: right no wonder. so
1: what I'm trying to say is that it's really to be able to offer the clients the best solution to um the problem their problem as 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 we see it given right. our Methodology, our experience, right? The next their weakest link? How do we best, fastest, make an impact on their institution or mm. or entity or whatever the case may be? Yeah, and and I think that that's where Pivot is today. That's where Pivot want to be, mm-hmm. and, and I think that um, the American market, since the you know the day we. Set our expanded our business there, and and we established a company there. I think it's working in our favor. It's not always easy because, right. again, there is a you need to have a very unique clients in the sense that they need to be very open minded and forward thinking, and, and 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 willing to even uh, you know,
0: yeah, will give these new
1: entertain, things entertain entertain <laughs> a security <clears throat> mindset, which is uh, sometimes yeah. very different than what they have in place.
0: Well, yeah, because, I mean, we know one of the biggest battles we fight is the client's idea of security versus what it actually is. <clears throat> and educating those clients and stakeholders is always a battle that we're, we're dealing with out there in the field. I think yeah. also um, what, what I hear kind of becoming the theme in this conversation is, you know, we now live in a reality, and this is a big statement, but I think I'm, I'm willing to stand by it, where physical security is no longer enough. It, in a lot of cases just having a guy or just having you know a team on a client um it's in many ways a reactionary framework that is actually a disadvantage if you're not able to have the right systems processes surveillance and digital layers of protection you we can protect so much more now utilizing the new pieces of the puzzle you know the battle space the digital layer everything we can actually do and your company is really focusing on those layers and bringing all that to bear and that's just going to be education you know (laughs) companies and clients at a high scale a
1: a good a good guy with a gun is not enough
2: it's just not enough
1: it's just not enough anymore Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: i think that um yes you need to bring more additional layers You need to open the client's minds to different, newer, advanced um, um, technologies mm-hmm. and tools. Now, all those tools, they will be the supporting tool for this good guy with the guy gun. Because yep. at the end of the day, no technology can confront an adversary. Right. But the technology can indicate it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: spot it, identify it, confirm it, and have you confront it but not in the perimeter of your client right enough far away not to cause any drama for your client where he's located. Give you a time I think cash. that that that's that's a a, a we we have a, a we always show the client with a slide, especially <laughs> for school security um, yes. which I'm very passionate about. I'll tell you why. I am and that's me speaking as a father yeah. Brother, I have three kids going to elementary school. Yes, sir. Now, two of them are already going to middle school. Mm. And I can... And, and their school, by the way, if if the border is 300 yards, so they're 500 yards. Mm-hmm. The farther northeast school to the Lebanese border, Hezbollah is pointing weapons at them as we speak. But, 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 when I send my kids to school in the morning, my sense of confidence in mm-hmm. their safety and well being is far greater than most average American that I meet that sends his kid to school. And I think that this is messed up. It's so messed up, man. 100%. Okay. And that's what I want to change. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. going back to the layers. I'm right there with you. I've been pushing into schools school. in America, protect their schools inside not outside. vestibules are inside. When you come to check to the school or you go to the Raptor or you go to the front desk, you are first and foremost, you're inside the school. Mm -hmm. So I'm already inside, okay? (laughs) High schools here are huge. They're huge campuses. Mm -hmm. I meet superintendents and they tell me I have one security guard, that's more than enough. Now you need to be respectful of the individual who's sitting in front and you need to respect him and kind of talk sense to him in a way that doesn't insult him because I don't want to poke him in the eye. If I right. could have, I would have told him, brother, you have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly, 100%. He has no clue. Now, yeah. again, it's a thoughtful process. So people will come and tell me, hey, let's uh, do a training for our security staff. Yeah, and I said, great. I think if if I want to be loyal and if I want to, you know, if I I have my truth and I want to follow it, I won't never, almost never agree where a client tell me, come train my guys. You know why? Okay. Because I will tell them, listen, before I train your guys, I want to understand where your gaps and weaknesses
0: are. Your process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the battle space. You need to understand.
1: I, I, I need to do... Uh, threat Honestly. and vulnerability risk assessment i need to assess your needs now i always like to say it's assess it's better to say assist than to assess because when you say assess i can tell you the most clients they are yeah. like oh my head is gonna be hanging there yeah. because they will blame me no yeah. it's not about who to blame it's not about that it's about Let me figure out your gaps and weaknesses so I can provide you with the accurate, holistic, tailor made solution for your problems. Now, maybe some of the problems you are familiar with, but 95% of them you have no clue. And then you'll tell me, listen, but for each school, I have about 150 cameras. And I'll tell you, that's fantastic. Somebody's watching? No, of course not. Cameras in, in schools are forensics. Since it's layers, so it's the physical security, it's the technological means, it's the perimeter, it's the social media. How do we monitor social media? Because almost in percentage-wise, almost every school shooting that occurred, if you track it back, you'll see they said people, something. people are raising flags for people to mm-hmm. intervene and stop them from executing yeah. what they want to do. And... Right. and it's the community. Yeah. It's the students, they know a lot. Yeah. They want to share. How do we turn them into a utilized tool for us to better conduct security? Right. And, and it's the staff. Yeah. And that's a part of the problem because, from a hierarchy perspective, most, 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 the majority of schools in America their lowest paid individuals are their security staff yeah if they are not like a you know um, the local police and it's a shame Ooh. you can't have somebody be a professional and expect him to confront to intervene to be professional and have them paid bottom dollars it this is a problem we have in yeah
0: I got a guy hit me up this morning and he's like, I want to pay this much and I want these kind of guys. And I'm like, well, these kind of guys just don't work for this much. I wish I could help I want to help you, but <laughs> this is this is exactly. math. You know, exactly. I, I agree with you. I, I when I secure churches and schools, which we've been doing a lot more of these days, um, and I'm passionate about it as well. I kind of explain it like this: there's we need to establish an information network on your facility that'll help the right people get to the right problems the right equations before they become problems right mm-hmm. so you know if it's a church maybe someone stumbles in that you know maybe he's dealing with you know he's he's still got a hangover but he just really needs to talk to a pastor right um or maybe he need or maybe it's turning into a situation where security needs to deal with it but if i can if i can empower or activate <clears throat> you know everyone on that campus from the parking lot attendants who see him get out of his car, and he's a little bit, and they're already interviewing him, you know, hey, welcome to church, how you doing, happy Sunday, you know, they're already making contact with him, and they can tell my security guys like, hey, we got, you know, red shirt, green pants, a little something, maybe keep an eye on him, and then my, you know, the greeters can can see him, and we can start getting that information to the right people. You know, then I can say, hey, you know, hey, Pastor, you want to walk with me over here? I think we got a guy. Maybe you can check on him and I'll I'll be an overwatch. Or, or one of my favorite ones is the, the we have security staff, um, you know, uh middle-aged uh 115-pound lady who just keeps an eye on the bookstore, you know. Right. That so many people steal things right in front of this security operative, you, you know, but when you have a campus that's activated. And obviously you have the digital layers in place, but you also have that um, person to person, social, social layer there. You know, you've created an information network by educating that populace about what to look for to where it's, it's harder for people to get away from with things because you get the right information to the right people. We solve the right problems. Maybe we, maybe we need to intervene, but maybe the kid said something to his friend last Thursday and we can right. you know, get mental health professionals to come and talk to the kid, or we can get a knock and talk, or someone can say, hey, we saw this on your social media last week. How are you doing? Do you need help?
1: What are you feeling? I, and you know what? I'll, I'll say something to that, because from my knowledge, there is, there is a, a problem here, which is more deep. And right. since you mentioned mental health, mental health, they receive a lot of information. They analyze it, they process it, they hold a lot of information. The problem is that due to a lot of regulatory and, and constitutional issues, which are far greater, it's it's more of a cultural thing right. that, that I can't change and I have no desire to change. I'm just saying we need to pay very close attention where the fact that a student went through a mental assessment there are some findings with regard to him that can indicate a level of danger to himself and to his surrounding and it's not being shared Mm -hmm. the problem is that it must be shared now when i say it must be shared i'm not saying hey sit with the security officer or with the security supervisor and Give him the whole story. No. Just tell him, listen, James Jones from grade class. 11, right. class 204. Today, when he comes in the morning, keep an eye on him. Yeah. Wait by the bus.
2: And then, you say the
1: secu- and then you say as a security staff, great. I'm going to keep an eye on him for the yeah. next day or two. And yeah. you know what? I'm going to call the bus driver, Mrs. James. You know what? Today, when this kid comes to your bus, see how he reacts. Now, of course, you need to train the bus driver because they're the first one to see the students. (laughs) Let's give them some basic skills. If it's summer and I'm wearing a hoodie, okay? If I'm coming with an oversized bag to school two days, three days, four days, 10 days before school year ends, I don't need a larger bag. (laughs) I don't do gymnastics. Right, right, right. Okay? those kind of indicators if right. you need if you'll be taught to notice them
2: mm-hmm.
1: now the added value to all this abnormal behavior is the fact that it used you, you can use it as an individual when you conduct Everywhere. your work when you go to the mall <laughs> with your kids when you go to the theater or when you go to the beach in the summer yep it it's it's, it's life
0: skills life really
1: life <laughs> skills
0: and the thing and is I don't need to take you and what I think is so beautiful about it. And then also like, let's just, let's look at his social media. Let's have our school security officers looking, watching his social media. And the thing is, I don't need to to take you to a range and like, have you roll around in the dirt to teach you these skills. I can create, you know, and then that's one of the things that I like to do is you can educate a large volume of people in an event, an online process, an online product, These are conversations and and videos people can watch and you can mass educate. This is for anyone associated with a school or a church or a big venue where humans exist. You can mass educate your staff on this information, you know, products you I'm sure have and products that I have. And by seeking out the information, you know, preemptively um, doesn't take a a very long time, you know. So it's something we can do to improve the safety of these environments.
1: Definitely. A soft skill. And these are very, very simple skills for people to have. Again, it's a layer among other layers. If we want to have something more holistic and complete, but it's it's the basics. It's the honest basics.
0: So what do you have? I see here we have professional witness for Texas state shooting. Did we talk about that? No, we didn't. Okay. For Texas Senate.
1: So um, after the horrifying school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Oh, yeah. Um, at that time, I was uh, conducting a lot of business in Texas. I was uh, completing my job with the city of the Rio. I had numerous meetings with um, um, DPS and Governor's Abbott office with regard to um, security. Uh, we offered some more holistic a overview assessment for the city of the Rio, since then he had some very large component that we needed to stay function during the the migrant surge on the city. And we were conducting some conversation regarding um border security as well. Mm-hmm. Um one one day I get a call from uh a guy that I work with in Texas, and he says, Listen, um, uh, respectfully uh, senator um white who is the head of the, um, the public safety and security committee that was investigating the valdi mass shooting would like to have you as uh, as a professional witness um and to provide professional testimony in front of the in front of the committee and wow. and i did it. i actually flew specially to to texas i i i did some research i i i read I saw I visited and I uh, provided them a, a professional testimony as to how I see this incident as to how I see what needed to be changed um what could you know again, I think that um, a part of the problem is that they all talk about active shooter yeah now now for me active shooter regardless of the outcome, If, God forbid, 20 people died or two were slightly injured, we can definitely agree that the trauma was caused to that school, community, to some extent, nation. Yeah. The the after effect of that is enormous. Right. And that's what I am the most, you know, my stomach turns from that because everybody talk about Active shooter, active shooter. But active shooter is, this is, active shooter, by my definition, it's risk management. We are already in a crisis situation. We're not dealing with the security and the safety of the students. Hmm. We're talking how do we mitigate and eliminate a threat that already happened. The damage is done.
0: Yeah, we're, we're right of bang now. We're, we're right. Everybody
1: everybody's schools are, are doing 12 active shooting drills a year. I'm not disrespecting it. I'm just saying that the focus should be on let's be more proactively preventive right preventive. And that's what I was trying to enhance, reflect, explain as a part of my um uh, testimony testimony wow and, and 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 you know, my heart goes out for those families. I sat there and I heard two young girls, you know, and they're my kids. They are my kids' age. I was sitting there, and, and and she's she's testifying, and she's my daughter's age. And you know maybe Israeli, but my heart is as soft as butter, and yeah. it killed killed me
2: yeah.
1: to hear her in so much in such a coherent and adult way, explained what happened and how her sister died and her cousin died, both next to her. I don't think that kids need to be in this situation. And I think we and need think to do that, everything we can
0: to make sure that.
1: And we, then some more, yeah, yeah. everything we can, and then some more. Yeah. And it's a lot of it's a lot of goodwill, it's funding, it's a lot of everything. But I think it's, first of all, the will to be able to to be open-minded, to learn, to open yourself and your organization to maybe different solution, different mindset, different approach. Because obviously, what's currently has been done. Not working. Sadly, it's not enough.
0: It's not enough. Absolutely it's not, not enough. enough.
1: It's not enough. So maybe we need to think a little bit different about it and I want to hope and pray that people will think uh and have a different approach uh, to it.
0: Yeah. General. A more effective approach in the future. Awesome. And then we'll talk about the uh then we'll talk about the delegation, the trip. Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay. okay. So So pivot DSSR. DSSR is basically the new product from Double Shoot Double Shoot is an application that zeroing weapons, any kind of weapon, any kind of lens. You actually experienced that and test tried it not not that far ago, but about, yep. I think about a year or so ago. And they are just now taking it to the next level. The DSSR is a cool, sexy, yes, killing box looks like a toolbox okay. uh, or your or your drill box. But yes. when you open it, when you open it, it's basically a double shoot shooting range. You can take this suitcase, briefcase, to the desert, and all you need is some pieces of targets, and you can have a complete range conducted that can zero your weapon analyze your performance and measure it as time progress or wow. in other words you need this case if you have a platoon there are 12 phones inside each phone <laughs> each phone can you can personalize about x amount of soldiers okay or security guards okay and you use that phone every time these guys shoot so if we bring the whole platoon to the shooting range, we can monitor all of them. First of all, we can have them zero their weapons. Everyone with his weapon, with his optics. His own we, gear. We, we, it's completely customized to each one. Okay? And then if you have a training, a shooting program for seven days, for instance, okay. that, that includes tactical shooting, counterterrorism, um 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 fast draw distance whatever whatever and anything that you conduct and you understand about that better than me right all those you can basically come and say okay byron day one you zeroed your weapon and then for that same week we conducted various trainings i can see your level of improvements Daily, as I get a full report on how you functioned, I can see your shootings. I can see the ranges. I can see in what area of shooting you're better and where you need to get better. I can tell you where the problem to the way that you performed on a fast draw tactical shooting is this and that. Because the way that where your shootings are at the target, they can indicate me what's causing you to shoot there and how to get better. Wow. Basically, you don't need a pen. You don't need to go to the target anymore to analyze it. Everything comes up on a draft. So when we did now a project for an army. Wow. Okay. And we took a whole brigade. Not a platoon. A brigade. On a year process, basically it's a a new brigade that was established, and we ran all we run all their shooting throughout the year. You can literally show on each individual X shoulder soldier his graph of improvements, what's he's better at, what's his weaknesses, with which weapon he shoots better. The amount of knowledge you get on a click of a button, where you don't need to analyze, you don't need to write the data, you, yeah. don't, you, don't need, you don't need all that. Wow, you don't need all that. It's basically a tool that takes your shooting to the next level of professionalism in every aspect. Wow, with every weapon and every optics.
0: And what people don't realize is the way you get better at shooting is dry fire. <laughs> <laughs> your ability to practice, the more draws, exactly. the more trigger pulls, the more, and then this adds accountability to dry fire. And then it, and then you actually get to see yourself improve. And then you go to the range and you confirm your practice. That's exactly. the way, you know, that's the way all the, that's how all the good dudes, that's how everyone gets better. When we when, when were first learning, you're sitting out there on the shoot, snapping at the barrel, dry fire, dry fire. All the competitive shooters I know. Dry fire. What's your dry fire regiment like at home? This does all of that, and the, but it but it quantifies that. It it calculates. It tracks all of it. It tracks. And That's so, the beauty
1: about it. The data, the wow. data. You yeah. can literally see how you get better. And you don't need Wi-Fi. You don't need the electricity. You don't need anything. And, you have a and suitcase. All. You open it, and
0: you're, and you're up.
1: up. You get to work.
0: That's awesome. And then as a a company owner, if you're running your guys through this training, um, it also shows that you have ongoing training for guys that are going to be carrying a firearm. You know, because we we do a lot of, um, you know, quarterly, we do pistol quals, local law enforcement, federal law enforcement, CCW, Mm -hmm. just so we can say, hey, we keep our guys above this line, above board, with all these agencies, you know, they operate exactly. as this. This also gives you more data to show in the courtroom, hey, uh separate from tactics, we as a company, as an organization, these are his numbers, we're tracking the performance level of our operatives at all exactly. times. And so this exactly. guy, you, know, you, can, you can validate and justify and back your guys up.
1: Exactly, That's and awesome. you know what? And you know what, if you have a guy, and you know, not everybody are sharp shooters, Right. Not everybody's a sharpshooter. You can say, listen, buddy, you need to get better. You can do details. You won't be able to carry. You have the license permitted. You're good, but you need to get better. Get these numbers up. There's a lot of, you know, it gives a lot more sense of confidence and and accountability for your staff from your perspective as running the game. Right. Because you can know definitely who's better who's performing better, whose weaker spot is how uh, and then maybe next time in the range we focus with this guy on that and with the mm. other one on a different thing just to make sure they all get better. And by the way, you know what it's also mm. a- a- as a byproduct, it's a great tool to analyze if you're training, if you're shooting instructors their level of of uh competence. Yes, yes, yeah. because you can see, I mean, we we, we actually changed one of the shooting instructors in, in that project as the project was was taking place because we noticed that his group are always behind. Mm. And then we saw that some of the techniques that he trained them and some of the way that he taught them how to approach things. Were slightly wrong or inadequate, and and we changed them. And you see those gaps in the number again. It's that it's wow, numbers, yeah, 100%. You can't fake the numbers, (laughs) yeah, exactly. These are the numbers,
0: yeah. You gotta take a
1: picture, you get the numbers, simple as that.
0: Do it by the numbers, man. I love it, man. That's the future. Save money on ammo, too. Heck yeah, um,
1: saves a lot of money. <laughs> because if you need to zero a, an AR fifteen, how many bullets do you shoot? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Depending on the the, the shooter, you know. So I mean exactly. three rounds, three groups, nine rounds at least. If the guy's on for you know, if he's off, gets on by the second three rounds and then confirms, that's a great shooter, and that's at least nine rounds. But realistically you okay. got
1: laps. So with with double shoot, you need ten bullets. shoot five the thing is the way which we didn't mention is that why it's called double shoot double shoot has a double meaning double because you need to take two sets of shooting and you need to take two sets of shooting a picture with your phone at the target so you put the target you walk to the target you take a picture of a blank target you go you take five rounds you take a picture the phone will immediately analyze and tell you what adjustments you need to make. But it's only one time because on the second round, it will tell you that you're zero. Now you can proceed. So if we want to be also efficient and economically efficient, we saved a lot of money.
0: I love it. Time and money, man. Time's a big one. Yeah. Good to go, man. Well, now as we, as we start to wind this thing down, man, the trip, the trip, And uh, I wanted to kind of lean into this, you guys. This is still something that is in its embryonic stages. It's something that Yossi's done many times um, uh, in different kind of different ways, different types of groups. But really what I'm thinking is I want to put together a trip. We're going to work together on a trip that's going to um, give private security professionals a glimpse into what it really takes to protect people in Israel in an environment where you need to really have your protection principles work in an environment where they will be tested and they are getting tested. And we're going to talk with some of the top people in the industry, in the government over there about things they've gone through, things they've dealt with, things they're currently dealing with, how they're dealing with it. We're going to have some awesome food. We're going to have some awesome fellowship. I, You guys, if you haven't been to Israel, you have no idea what you're in for it's going to be a special group so you know what are your what are your thoughts on that what's part of the vision you see uh in terms of what they'll be able to experience on the ground when we go to israel together uh for this for this trip
1: so i think that this is literally experiencing israel on steroids it's uh it's it's the full package yeah. because it's a very intense trip but it's very, very interesting. It's funny mm. in it, the taste, the flavors, the yes. culture, the experience. We cover a lot of landscape from the Golan Heights to Tel Aviv, Jerusalem, Nazareth, Sea of Galilee, Dead Sea, all over the place. Uh, we're going to, uh, Stereo, to the Gaza border. What's unique about it is the fact that on an average of a short time, frame of eight, ten to eight eight to ten days. It depends. We are covering the landscape, the experience, the culture, the religious aspect. All that combined with great hospitality, right. great food, great experiences, but all of that is infused by professional content. Right. Now, If we're doing an executive protection group, it means that we want to put the individuals in the space with some of the leading individuals in executive protection in Israel. And we want to take you out and make you feel uncomfortable in your own skin. Yes. Take you to a surrounding where you'll be. Because, listen, executive protection is similar to covert operation or undercover work, your surrounding is your enemy. If they spot you, you're burnt. If you're burnt, you're out of the game. And here, if I'll take you to Bnei Bok, orthodox, religious, and I make you feel uncomfortable within your own (laughs) suit, even having a yarmulke, you'll be like, wow, that's a mind-blowing experience. How am I able to walk with my with my um principal in the street now and not feeling what i'm feeling now what do i yeah. need to change same right. markets right. all over the world you got those crowded markets oh yeah it's and people are screaming I'm and bumping into hot.
0: you and like
1: and, and, yeah. and everybody's we've been to the market oh, we had yeah, some good snakes there we had uh, some yeah, great, great food man you smell
0: the food it's hanging off of things man i love it but yeah you got to be able to move through these environments
1: Exactly. People are walking shoulder to shoulder with you and you're engaging with them. How do you, you know, how do you not not. turn every, every shoulder bump into a thing? How do you maintain your level of calm? How do you let your principal stay still in the distance where he's not intimidated by the situation? Mm -hmm. Okay. And he feels free to walk it because he wants to enjoy the market now.
0: Right, right, right.
1: He, he wants to enjoy. He it. doesn't he you want you to make on sure he it. it. Yep. So, we do that. We go to ranges. We bring double shoot and we do some training. We go and sit with um, with companies that provide additional um, uh, tools and products and gear. And we go to the Golan Heights and we bring an army general veteran to share a beautiful story about the war and how did they made it back then in that scenario and then we go to the Ga- the Gaza strip and we see what the life there is like and how do people protect themselves there right. we go to Jerusalem to the west wall we go to the, the to uh, um king david tomb we go all over the place but we always always ha- have and 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 everything is around involved with professional content yes and and i think that it's basically you know it's a three for one because you have the experience you explore it you enjoy the culture and you become better yeah, and you network with individuals and you explore your things yourself and your knowledge to other people within your scope of business and you see how it is for people on the other side. And yep. you get to sit with the head of the prime minister's security detail and hear his stories and it's mind blowing. And you sit with a guy that was at the embassy in Egypt when the the, the Egyptians during their rage uh, overtook uh, the embassy and the guy was standing behind the door and thought that he was gonna die with two people that were with him. And you hear how he managed the situation. Actually, a really bad situation. And you become better while you eat well, while you enjoy, and you just explore the state.
0: Oh, it's going to be so good, my man. I love it. I can't wait. I can't wait to see all the guys, Dottie and everybody else back there. Um, It's going to be such an honor. I really hope a lot of you guys can come with us. We're taking a special select group. I'm going to add a just a little form if you're interested, maybe a Google form to this. If you're interested, fill it out. So you'll be the first to know when we're going to do it probably early next year. I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about it. But um, yeah. this is going to be a trip all about private security um, and 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 risk uh, assessment and and really how it's being done in environments where it really needs to be done right. You know, because right. in the U.S., there's just a lot of contracts and a lot of situations where you can get complacent. You know, mm-hmm. and you need that refresher. You need to look these guys in the eyes as they give you these presentations and they tell you, hey, I was behind that door. I had to evacuate my client during time of extreme social unrest and absolute violence, you know, and cultural considerations that could get me killed and X, Y, Z. Right. Um, and and, and, it's and not- I
1: think it's really about the fact that, um, you know the the beauty in israel is that within such a small state you can find yourself in so many different environments oh, <laughs> and you know and even yes. to sit to sit in a restaurant where everybody speaks arabic around you and you maybe not feeling the most comfortable so when it is uncomfortable or when it is just their language and right. and how do i how do i find myself ease and comfortable in the space yeah. and 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 <clears throat> it's also this element and it's the element of the demographics since this state is so small you can find yourself from a very calm environment a very you know um countryside into an urban and then more hectic and less hectic right it's different. driving in in israel that's a, whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole nother situation yeah man i love it i love you it. you know how many people i know that don't drive here yeah, Trust me, out. I won't drive her. I won't <laughs> drive her. No, you exactly. know, all, the, all, all those things are, are things that, you know, if you come open-minded to an experience, uh, I think it's a mind-blowing experience. I can tell you that the previous delegations that we did, people were very pleased and impressed and enjoyed and were really overwhelmed by the intensity, right. by the level of content. By the individuals that we were able to put them in front of, yes,
2: you know, yeah.
1: people don't know that there is a an official 9 11 um, memorial garden mm-hmm. yeah. in Israel. Uh, we go there, we have a ceremony, we pay respect to those people who lost their lives. We go to Yad Vashem, we recognize the Holocaust. People understand what people been through.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So there is so many to do and again it's a it's a uh, mind-blowing it's a mind-blowing experience i recommend everybody who wanna you know enjoy a different vacation slash work yes and and just explore explore um israel from a very different perspective and it doesn't even matter if you've been here before it's right. like nothing you've been and see and the, the level of
0: access that they're going to get to things that they exactly. that the general public will not get just like we've done you've helped us with with our vips and your relationships and connections you guys will never see israel the way you will see it when you come with us on this trip no you know no one does so don't miss it anyways though, we'll have some stuff in the show notes now bringing it back to our closing questions um what would you say has been the hardest lesson you've learned in the private security industry, followed by your proudest moment?
1: My hardest lesson was I was sent to a detail hmm. in South America. I I won't mention the, the, the country. Pacific, yeah. And I I was young. I was ambitious, I was very eager to go on this mission, mm. and I um, I was not thorough enough on my prep, mm. and I was under the assumption, and I was provided misinformation as to who my object was, mm. who was I, I was there to collect information.
0: Yeah, who you were watching.
1: I wasn't there to watch somebody. I hmm. was there to collect information okay. about an individual mm-hmm. okay it was it was a business espionage sort of a situation situation. and they wrapped it up in a way that we were under the impression that our object was a specific individual and it turned out to be somebody completely different it took us about three weeks to analyze that because it took us about three weeks just to track him down
2: Mm.
1: and i'm taking you i'm taking you 15 years back Mm -hmm. so you know technology was not the same as it is today and once we were able to find him Mm -hmm. I found out that i I kind of assessed it pretty much very immediately and i uh and i I kind of you know eliminated eliminated the mission right. and i uh, I called it quits and i I knew that you know that was my lesson to, mm-hmm. to make sure that even if the people that you know You work with and they sent you and and i'm not blaming them maybe they were misled yeah by their client you know how it is yeah just to make sure to do a better better job of understanding the mission the -hmm. objective to set the level of expectation to fit what you're about to do given Mm -hmm. all and any of the obstacles you may run to um, especially if it's not your territory and you're new to this environment and I was new to this environment and yeah just you know to trust to but, trust people to trust people but still to do your due diligence very much <laughs> in a much more in a much more thorough way
0: exactly and, trust but verify baby yeah,
1: yeah. and what's my, my what's my uh loudest
0: moment in the game?
1: I want to. I think my proudest moment is the fact that if I will call any of the people that I work with in this industry for the past twenty five years, they will all very happily accept my phone call. That's huge! Boom. I Boom. think, yeah, you know, no, no hero stories. I think that the fact that I'm I'm able to maintain in such a aggressive, intensive, brutal line of of business. Um, Stay friends and respect and appreciate my colleagues and some of the principles that I've met along the way. And you know that I some of them we work with together. And yeah. you know that I personally like them and I constantly uh, check on them. I think that that's uh, that will be my pride. It means that I I I maintain my my humbleness, <laughs> mm-hmm. my dignity my respect for people yeah. I get their respect back mm-hmm. and just you know staying safe and continue to do what I like to do
0: I love it man that's big that's big on the first one it makes perfect sense that you are doing the work so intelligence driven now you know mm-hmm. um, that that's such an important value that intel driven uh, security uh, products are is a big deal um, so that that's really cool to see that tie into who you are and then you know, leaning into what you said as your proudest moment, this is just the most important things. Your reputation is your true social credit score. If you can get people to answer the phone, like every time I do a Protector Symposium or one of these podcasts and someone's like, yeah, I'd love to come on the podcast or yeah, well, I'll, you know, I'll instruct that you're this or that or join forces with you. This is a very important, amazing moment where you see someone's willing to co-mingle their brand with yours. That's honor. And, And I think that's, That's really what exists amongst men and holds this world together. So that's awesome, man. That means the world Um, that you're even here. So (laughs) thank you. After all these years, man, I love you. Um, Awesome. And then uh, the final question is, you know, at the end of the day, all the work you're doing, the contributions that you're working towards the mission, all of it, what is it all for? You know, how do you want to be remembered? Easy questions, you know.
1: It's an easy question, yeah. Um, I want to be remembered as uh, somebody that always tried to do his best for his um, family, mm. uh, always be respectful of the people around me, and just continue to provide true value, real true no? value. I think the true value is something that stays with you, it's something that you cherish, it's something that you take for you in the long run. And it and it, you know, it kind of become a part of you. If 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 there is something meaningful,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it will last with you. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that's and that's on the business side. I, I just wanna you know continue and and be of a value make an impact make a change really really try to make schools more safe that's really a mission statement if right you, just if you want to say and just uh, you know to to hopefully stay humble take every call talk with everybody who calls me who want to consult who want to ask a question who want to joint venture who want whatever to stay open for people and open with my heart and to be kind and to be good and if you're good people are good by you. Hundred percent.
0: Good stuff. Yossi Levy, ladies and gentlemen, man. It's such an honor man. It's so good to see you talk to you share some space, some ideas. This this podcast is ultra chewy. There's so much good stuff in here. It could be a multiple part situation um where are you what where where can people find you brother
1: so um you'll send links but
0: you can send links but just so they know you know we'll we'll put the links underneath
1: yeah you can uh, actually my uh my us phone is constantly operating in israel the best thing to do is uh whatsapp me uh with the contact information i will provide or uh, text me or email me to my personal email, to the company's email. I'm very, very fast and quick on responding and uh, really appreciate the opportunity, Byron. I appreciate you, brother. You're a brother. You're my my American brother. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Come back to Israel, man.
0: Yeah, I got you. We're gonna make it happen, man. We got some stuff coming, you know it. Yeah,
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely, 100%. Okay, 100%. awesome.
0: 100%. Well, with much love and respect, man, this is where we'll Thank end it. Boom, boom, quick shout out to our sponsor, Staccato, my first pistol sponsor. Um, I've been sponsored by a lot of companies, right, over the years, but when it comes to pistol, that's my bread and butter. Pistol's something I believe in, you know, I'm a competitive shooter, you know, we're shooting anywhere from, you know, 800 rounds a month type of thing, right? So Staccato being what I believe, is one of, if not the most complete handguns you can put in your hand. Um, it's got every component that a handgun could have, should have, uh, they're actually extremely dependable now that they've made some changes and these things are straight up tack drivers. If you're looking for a pistol that will do as much of the work for you as a piece of hardware can, obviously you have to have the the, the marksmanship and all the different things, But different guns perform at different levels and i want to say that Sicado is one of by far for sure take it from a competitive shooter we're shooting the highest volumes of rounds constantly right now not used to have a background guy but like right now when you go shoot you're gonna see certain brands Sicado is one of if not the highest performing firearm that is both ccw duty ready and also competitive ready so I want to give them a shout out. If you guys are looking for a good handgun to build your skills on top of, go check out Staccato. Much love and respect. Yo, if you're a private security professional wanting to take your game to the next level, go to executiveprotectiontrainingday.com to check out my personal success package for private security professionals. Check it out, executiveprotectiontrainingday.com. And remember, y'all, hard skills do save lives, but soft skills get you paid. Boom. Boom. And to support this podcast, go to executiveprotectionlifestyle.com and contribute to our Patreon account. That Patreon account is what